1: Once again, Midfly Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. And this month may be a month where you're trying to have a month off the old source and all they're saying is do your best. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping of their independent, non-alcoholic, award-winning beer uh, sent to you anywhere in Australia, free shipping chuck in duty-free at checkout. You trying your best, Heggy. You are doing your best? I'll try my best. i like to say, add to that, on top of that, you mm-hmm. can win a jet ski.
0: Oh, that's right. As well as $3,327 in cold hard cash. Cash. That, to spend <laughs> on souping up your new jet ski.
1: What would you so, What would you put on a jet ski? Are you a, um, maybe add a, a spoiler for no good reason? Um, yeah, spoiler. Flame decals. That's the one. A uh, speaker system.
0: Yeah, Some uh, a tra- little trailer. Probably just make a trailer, yeah. really. You're allowed to drag yeah. one around behind your car or not? Just on a homemade trailer. Why
1: Good not, try. man? Yeah. On a jet ski. You've got 3300 yeah. to spend on it. <laughs> do whatever you want.
0: As uh, you may have seen advertised online by our friend Jen Fricker.
1: <laughs> Jen The face of Fricker. heaps normal. Comedian. Good mate of ours. We didn't get the call, did we, Heggy? The two blokes pushing Heaps Normal. she plugs the shit out of it at the
0: top of her podcast on a (laughs) weekly basis. That's why she got the call up for that sweet ad cash that I could definitely use.
1: Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout. I actually had a few of them the other day. I was was trying my best because I'm filming an hour at the end of August in Melbourne and I thought time to get off the source for a bit. So I cut myself down to one glass of red and seven heaps normals at the Plough Hotel in Footscray, Footscray, uh, for my son's first birthday. Very different from my other son's first birthday. That ended up with a $2,500 bar tab and me, maggot, yeah, great. in a smoking area. But um, <laughs> live and don't learn, you know. Heapsnormal.com. <laughs> Chuck in duty free at checkout. Get yourself some of their delicious non alcoholic beer and support the boys and MFB. <laughs>
0: Midair madness. Passengers trading blows. Mid-air
1: brawl on board a scoot board flight from the Galka. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A
0: disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the <laughs> on? i hope this crashes. Hope this Out the fucking door!
1: Welcome to mid Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm the nice and relaxed Nick Cody.
0: And I'm Luke Heggie, back from the Gold Coast, mate.
1: <laughs> back from a Gold Coast holiday.
0: Oh, mostly inside.
1: Fuck, like I love the Goldie. I love it. I love the southern end. I'd been there a couple of weeks before It's Surfer's Paradise for a thing for the radio show I'm on. Fifi, yep. Fev and Nick, we had a big night out. This time down in And What I love about Coolie is you can see surfers in the distance, but you can't hear it or smell it or come across the people. Oh, yeah.
0: Best place to be down south. <laughs> um that's where all the NRG is.
1: <laughs> the NRG juice there at Cool and Airport. We sent <laughs> each other a couple of photos from there. Um, have you ever I've never bought one.
0: I walk past it all the time, take a photo of myself in front of it, send it to you. Never bought a juice. Oh,
1: I have bought fucking heaps of them. I'm probably have keeping you? it open. Yeah.
0: In fact, I don't recall buying a juice from anywhere ever, to be honest. Yeah, no. Mostly not NRG. I
1: reckon our uh, I reckon our receipts, like our online banking, very different. Yeah. I've never bought a raw chook and I've only bought juices that someone else has made, whereas I reckon you've got a lot more veggies and fruit, <laughs> getting it done at home. Yeah,
0: make it yourself.
1: Um, my wife was very surprised on the two-week holiday there um, when she said, you're not going to do any work. I said, no, nah, I've got to post a couple things for the pod, but that's it really. It's just us, just the family hanging out. And then a few days in, well, fucking lo and behold, who's at the park with my son and I? The one and only Luke Heggy.
0: Yep. <laughs> my dog having a dump right on the bark chips where the kids play. And, See ya. And finish with this
1: sort of stuff. As my three year old was obsessed with you having no shoes on, having hopped out of a car. He's like, oh, yeah. Where are the shoe Where are your shoes, Uncle Heggy. Where are the shoes? <laughs> fucking melted him. You just yeah. kept saying I'm I'm a Queenslander. It didn't help him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm from here, mate. We don't need shoes. All right. <laughs> I grew
1: here, you flew here.
0: I believe that's building. what you yelled at him. Um, man, too much rain up there. I was just up there exactly the same. So I just drove back a couple mm. of days ago. The drive was a fucking
1: nightmare. I did piss down for a fair bit in the middle of my, of my break, about six days, there was rain. There was one day uh, where it was sunny, which I decided to spend in the Cooling Gatta Sands Hotel watching some uh, punch ons on a big oh, yeah. screen, as you mentioned. In last week's intro, one of my favourite things about you is when you do tee off on me in a solo intro. It is then sent to me to upload, so I've got to listen to make sure everything's fine. As I'm just getting fucking ragged on. And by the way, <laughs> you did turn up when theoretically I was by myself at a table. Yeah. And that's because my mate was buying beers, and you fucking know it. I know you left that out on purpose. Yeah. Made me sound like a real sad cunt.
0: <laughs> it did look quite funny. You're like, it's like he it bags the table. No, like all the. Bar table was all packed with these blokes standing up. They couldn't sit down because mm. he'd
1: bagged all these seats and a table right in the middle, yeah,
0: front and centre, like the judges. Pretty
1: good. Well, there wasn't one Heggy, not two Heggies, but three Heggy brothers. Yes, rolling in yeah. to the cool and getter sands. Obviously, your lifetime bands from pubs in Queensland have all just gone away oh, yeah. for some reason. I had a good day. I mean, despite none of us being,
0: you know, punch up enthusiasts, um, mm. pretty good day. Fried
1: food. That's it.
0: Tacos later.
1: A few beers. Bloody good times. Yeah. Good times. But bet we're uh, we're back on the road together this weekend. Our travels together around Australia continue. July 15th, that's uh, Friday night. This Friday we're in Hobart. July 16th, that's this Saturday, we're in Launceston. Live mid-flight brawls. It's sold out in Lonnie. It's almost sold out in Hobart and we've only got a couple tickets left for our stand-up shows in both of those cities as well. Get to oh, mid-flight brawl. Dot com.
0: Nice one. And uh, you mentioned you're filming a show, mate, End of Org.
1: I am. Nice. Yep, that's all getting sorted out this week. That'll be August 31st and Wednesday in Melbourne. It's looking like the Corner Hotel, um, two shows on the 31st. But we've got more mid-flight brawl live shows coming up. We're coming back to Brisbane September 10th. Uh, we're at our favourite joint there, the Good Chat Comedy Club. And then we are at Grapes of Mirth. Uh, we're in South Australia. Yeah, as a matter of fact,
0: that's a bloody big lineup. I saw the poster got sent to me. It's uh, a lot of comedy going on there.
1: Yeah, all weekend. Sepultfield. Sorry, Sepultfield? Sepultfield. Sepultfield. Sepultfield Estate.
0: I assume there'll be some people watching us do a podcast just completely bewildered yeah. as to what's going on. They'd, like it's not the sort of thing you want to wander in on a, a live podcast thing. if you don't know anything about it. Not the greatest thing to turn up and see what's happening.
1: Grapes of Mirth, if you don't know, is normally a one-day sort of wine and it's a wine and comedy day. They're held at wineries around Australia. Comedian slash uh, SAS member Merrick Watts puts those on and they're fucking ripper events, but they're doing this one called The Festival, October 29 and October 30. We're on October 29. Um, Yeah, across two days, huge piss-up. And there's a good chance we'll get episodes... Just off the people flying out of Adelaide at the end of that. Just some people with fucking red lips and teeth swinging. Yeah, great. Swanging and banging. I'll tell
0: you what, a lot of anger at the airports lately. I've been doing a lot of travel, a lot of flights mm. getting cancelled, a lot of uh, tempers are fraying. Mm hmm. Mm. Mine internally, but other people can't keep <laughs> it in.
1: <laughs> what have you seen recently?
0: I was it Melbourne the other day? And this dude said at the counter, Oh man, Virgin. Canceled 14 flights today. Fucking nightmare. Oh, jeez. Just people. Yeah. School school holidays and all that sort of business. Yeah. Everyone's a bit sick so they don't turn up to work. Got a bit of a chill. Having a me day.
1: I got very lucky coming back from uh, Kulingada because the airport's so close to the hotel, the cab and the Uber's cancelled. What'd you do? You walked? And I was just stuck there with my wife, two two tiny children. And uh, no, thankfully the, the manager of the hotel... His family, exact same configuration as mine and the same car. What? You just walked back in and said, oi,
0: you take him into to the airport?
1: No, he could see me in the lot. I was about to run down to the airport and just start bashing. Yeah. And uh, he said, no need for that. It's beautiful, cool and gutter day here. sunny in winter. Relax, mate. I also have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Hop in. Nice. And he dropped us off.
0: Isn't that lovely. Bloody good Queensland hospitality. Did he know you- that you were radio's Nick Cody when he did this? No, no.
1: All oh, right. You told Since him I'm not. on the car track. Stand up comedies, Nick Cody, who happens to be on the radio. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure, mate. <laughs> um,
0: you told him in the car on the way, though, obviously. <laughs> Played a few recordings of yourself, the greatest hits of that morning's Gotcha Calls.
1: I said, mate, if you drop us off, I'll tell you the secret sound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Our oh, secret sound's on, isn't it? <laughs> Thankfully, you've been keeping me abreast, so I haven't heard.
1: Very excited. There is a secret town competition and I knew, Heggie, how much you would enjoy that. So I sent it over to you. Do you want to have a guess? And you said sizzling bacon. You haven't even heard the audio. Sizzling bacon or a toilet brush toiling away at some of your above the waterline skid marks.
0: I'd be surprised if I'm far off the mark with them. (laughs) It'd be something very closely related to those, like sizzling fucking ham steak or something, not bacon, sucked in.
1: Speaking of skid marks, I've come back to the uh, radio job and they've, they've moved buildings, right? We're in a new – the station's moved to a brand new building yep. and the studios, Triple M and Fox, are the only things operational on our floor at the minute, the actual studios. Yeah. Um, none of the sales area, blah, blah, blah. It's all – tradies are working on it from the minute we get in all through the day trying to get it. It's meant to be there in three weeks, everything ready. Um, but sharing, sharing a whole building floor – with a whole lot of tradies at the minute, has meant that brand-new toilets in the building are getting absolutely destroyed. Oh,
0: without question. <laughs> Filthiest pigs on the planet. I'm aware.
1: What should be installed first in a building, if tradies are still working there, are toilet brushes? Oh, no, I'd, I'd say a long drop,
0: a very wide <laughs> hole and a straight-down <laughs> configuration on the hole as well, so there's no chance of catching on the, onto anything.
1: You reckon... Just don't set up one of the elevators. Yeah, just leave a shaft, elevator shaft. Let him shit into a.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just have a length of rope hanging that you can hold onto with one hand. Away you go.
1: Just leave a skip at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Oh well. uh, Before we get stuck into the oh, one more thing. Merch, yes, yeah, fucking, it's almost all, it's almost all gone. Oh yeah, flying off the shelves. midflightbrawl.com. dot com. We got Air Jane and t shirts and uh, limited edition and Island t shirts. Uh, if you've bought them recently, they would have been signed by one very special Karen Cody. My mum, mum's on it. Yeah, it's great. She hasn't worked for a bit. Wants something to do. There you go, mum. Family business. Sort out some merch called Nipotism. Get in yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> you may see some very nice handwriting and no abusive message on the inside. That means it's my mum. But I think mum's waiting for one of us to say, hey, Karen, you can just fucking tee off. Oh, she's welcome to. Put a little (laughs) note in them.
0: Karen Cody, uh, personalised message. That'd uh, up the value of the shirt.
1: So if you want one of those, get to midflybrawl.com. But before we kick into the episode each week, uh, when we are on Zoom, you've always got a background that is quite grim. Now, here I can see... It's a pizza restaurant. It's a pizza slash kebab restaurant. And it hold on. Yeah. I've I've got this. Now this is on the wall, a neon sign, Surfers Pizza Kebab. Yeah. I reckon. SPK. This is where w- this is where one Gable Tosti went to get his slice of Super Supreme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Man, I am on a fucking. <laughs> Yeah. I'm on a hot streak. I mean, well, there's a guesses. lot of hints
0: in this photo, but yeah, you've done yeah. you've done very well there. Very good.
1: <laughs> oh <my> it's, it's, <laughs> that, is, that is grim. Straight in there. I wish I had the audio clip.
0: Capital Avenue, <laughs> SPK. Get around it. Oh, surfers, um, pizza kebab, pizza to die for. Some say.
1: <laughs> All right. Look at that. Look at that cheddar as well. The cheddar is brighter than the fucking neon sign. Oh yeah. The shaved cheese there. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> wow <laughs> We better start. Let's get go.
0: stuck in. So this week mate for, for today's incident, we're traveling all the way back to April 17 2004.
1: Year 12
0: and we're looking at where are you? is that yeah. your year tw- that's your your testimonial year in high school. Um, we're looking at my travel. Airways, Flight 921.
1: Fucking hell. This is, isn't that a shitter, Thomas Cook? Yeah, um, pretty much. Belfast to Las Palmas,
0: Canary oh, Islands. Of course. Classic. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> more duty free on board than sunscreen by a factor of about 100 to 1. <laughs> Big mistake. My Travel Airways, what a, that's like that came about in the me, me, me generation. Everything was E for a while, then it was I. Me, my, my computer, all that shit. Yeah,
1: do you reckon? Do you reckon on that airline they weigh your butt, your, your luggage in liters? It's not even kilos. It's just how many liters of fucking booze you're trying to I mean, bring on. Cubic
0: liters, <laughs> including already inside you, you're taking on board. Um, yeah, I can't stand that my shit. It's just it's no. happened around the same time that headphone cords went white. Everything became about. Oh, you know, pandering to the consumer's ego. This is your thing. This is about you. Oh, yuck. This is your insurance. Yeah. We're not selling something to you. We're giving the opportunity to you to buy something from us. Yours.
1: Um, um now it's a journey. Now we've now we've graduated to everything's a journey. Oh yeah. I said a few episodes ago that one I fucking almost kicked the TV. I wish I had a gun. Alva style. Someone at Bunning it was a Bunnings ad helping a customer with their bathroom journey. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> a bathroom journey to me is normally I'm drinking somewhere and I need to shit quick sticks.
0: <laughs> well, bathroom journey to me sounds like a portaloo on the back of a truck. <laughs> That's it. Other than that, no such thing. Um, bit of background on my travel. 5th of July 2007, mm. a, uh, a first officer yeah. who was not an employee, but was paying my travel to gain flight experience on their aircraft pay to fly. What do you mean? That is a fucking new low. Wow. He paid them and said, I just need to get my flight hours up. They said, yeah, sure. We'll use you rather than our own pilots and we'll make money off you not not having to pay anyone. Wow. Um, I don't know how, how much that happens. It's hard to get the data. Uh, he landed the Airbus A320 quite heavily at Kos Airport in Greece, <laughs> causing substantial damage to the main landing gear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Crunched the numbers there. I reckon they've ended up in the negative.
0: Oh, absolutely. This time, but <laughs> over the years of outsourcing their, their uh, actual work to people who are going to pay them to do the work, probably ahead. Um, the report was quite critical of both the pilot's training record and non-employees paying airlines to gain experience, as am I. I do not even think that was a thing. It's like, here, give me a go. No, rack off. You don't work here. Um,
1: well I told you you can do the the Guinness factory St James Gate yeah. there in Dublin 20 euro and you can pour a pint of Guinness fuck off pay For yourself minimum. it's hospitality and then drink it or what yeah yeah so like like who's paying who's paying 20 euro just go work a fucking pub job yeah I mean there's no money
0: exchanging hands on top of buying it but I feel the same way about those fruit farmers who go come and pick your own apples And nuts. You fucking pick them. I'll buy them. I'm buying them anyway.
1: Man, I saw YouTube algorithm. I don't know what's happened. It's spitting me people doing jobs. There's this thing that's been viewed like six million times in a couple of weeks, and it's a Macca's employee with a GoPro on his head showing the workbench during a busy lunch shift. Yeah. just making burgers. That's it. People are watching it going, whoa, fascinating. Great time to be alive, isn't it? <laughs> watching that
0: <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? Anyway. Practice on your own fucking time. Don't use someone else's plane. It's almost as bad as wannabe comedians mm. side-dooring their way into their first gig at a big club or theatre mm. on the back of popularity stemming from something else such as a morning radio job. Rack off, leave us alone.
1: <laughs> You're low. Yeah, I, I snuck in fucking yeah. 14 years into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, And pilots in general,
0: that's just one little thing. Pilots pay is terrible now. Yeah. I was looking at some stats recently. It's no good.
1: There was that air crash investigations, ice on the wing in Buffalo, yeah, and uh, the plane crashed. And one of the things they were talking about, I don't, I don't want to hear a pilot's pay come down to in the cents per like mm. I make twenty eight dollars seventy six per hour. I just thought it would be a round figure in the sixes. Was that that pilot and she was
0: waitressing to keep afloat? Oh, possibly. Did everyone die in the plane? Yeah, big crash. Oh, yeah, big crash. Big- Big old yeah, crash. I think they both had part-time jobs just to
1: Fuck. make ends meet. Brilliant. Yeah, um, I made something else meet as well—a plane in the ground. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, even Sully's had a go at the industry. The hero of the day—he's—he's <laughs> um, yeah. fucking. I don't know. They'll never people. People like your mate Alan Jaws will never hold themselves accountable when there's a big crash. Going, <laughs> you know, I we just got bozos flying planes, or they're tired because they got they're driving Ubers. When they're in whatever city they're in, to make some money because we don't pay them properly.
1: Well, my favourite one this week, you're, you're talking in the intro about all the cancelled flights. Qantas are in front. They're cancelling more than Virgin at the minute, but Virgin also having – everyone's having a bit of a mare, yeah. you know, COVID, um, trying to ramp shit up again from 0% to 100% after a couple of years of, of nothing. And uh, good news, though, the busy school holiday period, the hectic school holiday period here in Australia – you think fuck the CEO would be all hands on deck, but nah. you not. Know, our CEO Virgin, she was over a couple rows behind uh, Prince William, all oh, right, and at, at Wimbledon there. Excellent, yeah. <laughs>
0: fuck, you would be ropeable. I'm not going to the bushfires. I don't hold a hose. <laughs> exactly. She probably doesn't throw bags in a hold. True. Why would she have to be here? Um, I travel. In late 2005, after our incident here, one of my travels, Boeing seven five sevens, was used for the filming. Of American biographical film United 93.
1: Fuck, there we go. Which was released a year later. They are just getting money in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. The true pivot. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pay to flight? Do you want to fly with us? Do you want to do you wanna fly it into a building for a movie? Yeah. yeah. Whatever you need. We'll do anything. Whatever you want. <laughs> we can
0: do it. Um the original flight was a 757, so they want to keep that real. Yeah. Uh, my Travel Airways the last British airline to operate DC-10s. Ooh. They they started, they also started a low airfare brand of their already low airfare brand called My Travel Light. Oh, fucking hell. You wouldn't get on that, would you? No. Hate to think that they'd let fly those ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, 1A. Hey, 1A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not business. Better. Yeah.
0: Just take off and go, oh, shit, is there a pilot on board? Um, <laughs> until in 2007,
1: my travel were absorbed by? Or I'm, I'm going to say t- uh, Thomas Cook or EasyJet. Yes, Thomas Cook. D- oh. More tea.
0: Thomas Cook did an awful lot of absorbing in that era, like
1: toilet paper. <laughs> um, but also that... They just buy all this shit up and then they still fail? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just watch your competitor fail than buy them out?
0: Yeah. That's what uh that's what Joyce does. He just puts on he just prices
1: them out. Just stare at it like Walter White in breaking bad. Yeah. Watching Jesse's missus have the OD. Just stare at it and go, See ya <laughs> See your shit planes. Yep. Spoilers. Sorry, everyone. Um Our our protagonist today is a man
0: called Michael McCallion. Of course. Not to be confused, of course, with voice expert Michael McCallion who spent 35 years training people on how to use their voices. Oh. Here some of us idiots were thinking that was just built in. Um, training professionals and amateurs alike, this one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he didn't care. would take your hard-earned, whatever. Um, but that
1: comes at a cost. You're dealing with I'm going to be the next fucking Hollywood superstar every day. Yeah. That has to wear thin. So I need a singing voice to be a triple threat. And so I won't say there's an owner of a comedy club in uh, your home state who I was talking to once and the Raw Comedy Competition was on, yep. which is the biggest open mic competition in Australia. Oh, you're an actual former winner, 2010, Luke Heggie. Yes. Beat some fucking loser named Ronnie Cheng. Don't know where he is now. Good riddance. And... um he uh he was telling me, I said, Are you gonna go and watch the Raw Heats today? And he said, mate, I've watched every one of them for twelve years. Yeah. You don't know what that does to a person. Well
0: <laughs> man, I sometimes I go to the Raw Heats in Sydney in my capacity as a judge or a spectator or ex champion spot while they're doing while they're doing uh, the judging or something. Did you and get to it,
1: hand out the trophy at the end? No, absolutely not. That's MC. Welcome to the stage, 2010 winner, no Luke Heggie. Oh. No, there's no trophies.
0: <sighs> These are heats. I don't go to the – after the heats, not worth going because yeah. they kind of know no. what they're doing. At the heats, yeah. you catch a bolt of lightning, see some <laughs> shit you will never, ever see again. It's so good. That's what that's – comedy's got to be oh. the best or the worst. Yeah. We all do what's in between, not interested. <laughs> got to see – Just the fucking worst shit and there's so much of it and it's great.
1: Yeah, I love seeing there's always, you know, those super heats. There'll be 30 acts on in an afternoon at a pub in Melbourne or something. That's
0: insane. That's Melbourne though. We don't do that here.
1: Yeah. Well, 30 acts in a pub, you know, in the north of Melbourne Sunday afternoon and somebody rocking up with jokes that would make a meth head on a tram go, ooh, I wouldn't have used that language. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a lot of... Like it's
0: it's all demographics are covered at these ones. Pretty good. Get down to a raw heat. That's a red hot tip. I think they happen around January, February time. Uh, usually. I don't know if that's changed with COVID. I don't know what's happened, but yeah, you know, I haven't been to one for a couple of years. But I remember I've seen some really unforgettable acts there. Um this bloke, he didn't train any raw people. He he wrote the voice book just in case, you know, people wanted to read how to use their voice. <laughs> um, you know, it's like just what is it? The voice book will help you discover how to use your voice freely, powerfully, and with pleasure. There you go. Beautiful. Um, you know what voice What's... coach Michael McCallion did in 2005?
1: No. He died. Oh, now, got a lot of messages about this, Heggy. Did you? We're not cutting them short. Like no, we a are. No. Blazing cross the.
0: Do you listen to punters tell you how to do stand-up when they walk up at the end of the show? No, but I knew that the comments would annoy you, so here we are. You didn't get a lot of comments. You got maybe one. (laughs) No, not a few actually, a few emails. Our our Michael McCallion has debatably contributed even less to society and earth than the voice coach McCallion. (laughs) Michael McCallion from Dunclug Gardens. Ballymena County, Antrim. Their addresses are fucking special over there, aren't they? Oh, like, sometimes you send a letter to the UK and it oh, takes seven me. or eight lines to get the address
1: <laughs> done. Oh, it sickens me. It's a just go city, state, and a fucking postcode. Yeah, man. Which is a zip code for our American friends. Other times,
0: you just write Mick Dunclug Gardens, Northern <laughs> Ireland, and it makes it there. No worries. Probably yeah. just nicer than Aussie posties.
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: A postie here gets a stupid address. They're fucking not doing it. Hey,
1: what's it, what's your suburb? Oh, man, it's fucking 2DY apostrophe JM9. Yeah. Fuck is that? <laughs> Well, no, I Wait, I?
0: Whenever I have to send something, it's I, I think it's I have to ask. Is this a mistake? Because it just <laughs> says your name and then some sort of town. <laughs> is it gonna find you? Are you the mayor? Um so the flight anyway, it's uh, it's getting away from Belfast. Leave your troubles behind, leave the troubles behind, no less. Mm. Um plane full of patties heading off to infest an otherwise nice location. Las Palmas. Uh you know who's from, from Las Palmas? Javier Badem.
1: Oh. Actor. Batting out of his league, Javier Bardem. What do you mean? Because he's from Las Palmas? No, I think he's, isn't he married to? Um, I don't know. Someone.
0: Uh, Penelope Cruz. Oh, okay. Good on him. Yeah. Um, I had to look a bit, but there is a place I reckon Michael McCallion was hell-bent on going to in Las Palmas to slake his thirst.
1: <laughs> what do you reckon it was called? The Bridie O'Reilly's? No. Nah. But you're on the right track. Uh, I like the cutty jib. Finnegan's? No. Nah. <laughs> uh, O'Leary's? No. Nah. I mean, this. Did not at the start? <laughs> it, we'll, we'll not get there, but it, it's,
0: it's Maguire's Irish Bar and <laughs> Restaurant, Las Palmas. Yeah. Feeling a little homesick, nostalgic for a dose of the crack. These fucking Spaniards know nothing about stewed meat, diddly eye music. We're going to Maguire's. So, um, He's heading to McGuire's, Las Palmas, and uh, yeah, my travel flight from Belfast had one hundred ninety-eight passengers on board, and which is one hour into its journey when it was forced to deal with a situation. Oh, this bloke, yes, <laughs> Michael had a bottle of lemonade. He was drinking before leaving oh, yeah. the airport in Belfast.
1: Is but it a, makes, is it a hard a hard lemonade? Well, you ever have one of those? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Mike's two dogs hard lemonade. Remember two
0: dogs lemonade.
1: No, oh, that was probably before you. or you're probably still
0: at school. What What is two dogs? It was two dogs lemonade. It It's like alcoholic lemonade. I don't know if it's a Queensland yeah. thing, but that's where I lived. But um, it was the label was uh, they they tried to call it two two dogs fucking but they weren't allowed to somehow. But the label <laughs> like had statement. Um, just six paw marks, like paw prints, right. sorry. So yeah. one's off its
1: front. Oh, yeah. I'm having a look here. Two Dogs, Australian Original Sparkling Alcoholic Lemon Drink. Yeah, kid stuff. And I love on the front label, Serve chilled with ice and a slice of lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Telling me them, tell them how to drink it. Serving suggestions.
0: Um Pretty much, you see a grown man, especially one of your mates, drinking from a lemonade bottle. It's not lemonade. <laughs> Absolutely no way. I'd be surprised <laughs> if a bottle of lemonade in vending machines in Ireland even have lemonade in them. <laughs> and there is, like probably me included, there's a faction of society that's just appalled by having to be reduced to hiding the fact they're boozing in public.
1: It's, oh, well, uh, that was a that's a teenager thing as well, a 17-year-old with a two-litre Coke on a Saturday night. LA Ice, rum and Coke. Yes. Well down here it was Jim Bean, as you say um, yeah was something comfort poured in there when the nanny states reduce
0: it to that you've got to pour your buck fast into a fucking coke can or something
1: and we've discussed this here before in Australia for some reason post post mix cans are fucking so expensive like if you bought a bourbon and Coke can yeah people buy slabs of those for like ninety dollars. You yeah. go, just buy Jim Beam and a bottle of Coke, mate. You're in front. I used
0: to, I used to say this to people at the shop. I'd do the math for them <laughs> and have it ready. Okay, go, you're going to save yourself thirty-seven dollars, thirty-five by doing this, Instead, and have better you know, Coke. Hundred percent of times, I'd still go. Now nah, let's take the slap of Jimmy Jimmy Beam and cola cans, thanks, mate. It'd be like seventy-five bucks at the time. Must be a hundred oh, now. Over. Yeah, crazy talk. Um, Michael had been drinking vodka from his lemonade bottle before boarding Beautiful. and uh, he continued drinking his vodka on the plane. I reckon people probably sussed when it didn't go shh every time he opened it. <laughs> I'd, uh,
1: if, I, if that were me. Sorry, mate. I was ready to whisper triple M when you open your lemonade there. But uh... <laughs> If I were on a plane trying to hide that, I reckon I'd just say shh every time I
0: did it. Just go shh. <laughs> then no one would know. <laughs> we wouldn't be here talking about it if he had that. Fucking sort of drunk, drunk Michael Winslow. Yeah. yeah, and he wouldn't be the type of bloke he is. Um, glug, 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 glug,
1: glug. Oh,
0: goodness, the worst. One of the flight attendants noticed <coughs> that Michael was maggot from some humble lemonade and told the cabin supervisor, Catherine
1: Gray. So Catherine, Which, by the way, on a, on a fucking budget airline flight from Northern Ireland to Spain to spot a fucking piss bloke there, that's, almost, that's magic eye. I reckon, you, yeah, you got to stand in row thirty, cross your eyes, and walk backwards to the front. Yeah, see you stands because... out.
0: But <laughs> dogs can see them; they hey up or something. <laughs> see that little spot. Um, <laughs> the snick cam in the cricket. Yeah, do oh, you remember? Do you remember Doug the rug, Dougie Bollinger? the no. New South Wales bowler? You could see the hot spot on his head, like he had a rug. But when he's bowling, the hot spot <laughs> would pick up his hot head, and it's just a ball patch. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! <laughs> oh, that's
1: br- oh, Very that's rude. brutal.
0: Um, <laughs> Catherine cruised down to where oh. Michael was to have a sticky beak at the bloke who'd just been dobbed on, and there's Michael already out of his seat. He knew he knew something was brewing. Drunk men with a slight bit of knowledge, they're always determined to head off trouble at the pass, aren't they? They know something's happening. They don't know much about much, but they know something's about to kick off.
1: Again, um, it's like the fucking dogs with the tsunami. Oh, Yeah. They all ran. Ran the other way. Whereas people are going, look at these waves go backwards. It's hectic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Catherine asked McCallion if he was okay, to which he replied, I want to piss. I need to piss or do I have to do it down my leg? Do you want to have a look around? Yeah, I will in a minute when I have a piss.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> from your favourite film there. And that is people that ask. It's the final clip in the, uh, the mid-flight brawl intro. Where's a fucking door? Yeah, that's uh, Don Logan
0: from Sexy Beast, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catherine Gray took McCallion to a toilet like you would with a toddler where he again told her, I need to piss. I am not a penguin. <laughs> so, wow. Showing off a bit of his knowledge there. Wait, how long do penguins hold on to piss for? Well, penguins, being birds, don't need to piss. Well,
1: They've got a cl- oh, cloaca. They're
0: the same as birds. They just sort of do the piss-shit combo. Oh, yeah. So they turn it into uric acid and it just makes for a sloppy poo. Mm. No peeing. Um. McCallion has turned and raised his hands at Catherine before pushing her with both hands in the chest.
1: Hold uh, on. I've got a fucking, I've got a question there. What? They don't, oh yeah, they only excrete uric acid, a white paste-like. But then, man, I've seen at the Melbourne Aquarium, there's a penguin section yep. and there's almost, there's like yellow bits on the ice. the fuck is that?
0: Well, it's a zookeeper at night or it's a bloke in a <laughs> penguin suit. Little fellow in a penguin suit. You're being duped. (laughs) Yellow
1: snow. Hold on. I reckon it's that penguin with the converse on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the gloves. Then, and this is important for later, he's
0: raised his left hand with his fist closed in a threatening manner, the court heard later on. Mm -hmm. Um, After he raised his fist, a passenger intervened and asked him to calm down. Worst thing you can say to a McCallion, I would think. Yeah. Uh, he was persu- persuaded to return to his seat, but any contact he had with
1: Ms. Gray after that was threatening. Did he use the same animal for his example? Yeah. I'll fucking punch you. I'm not a penguin. Yeah. Has he just stuck <laughs> with penguin <through? laughs> Turned out he, he just knew a couple of you know, nonsensical <laughs>
0: facts about penguins, and that's it. Um, they adopted him into a pilot, obviously, and uh, bing, bang, boom. We only left Belfast an hour ago. Let's make an unscheduled stop. So they popped in to Shannon.
1: See you, Michael. Enjoy the sights. Welcome to Shannon Airport, gateway to the Wild Atlantic Way. Wild Atlantic Way, all right. Oh. Now, was this pilot an actual pilot from their airline or <laughs> just another bloke going, trying to get his fucking hours up? And they've know. sprung a Shannon. <laughs> yeah, something Shannon. one of
0: those trip. tartan hats with the. With the pompon on top and the fake red hair out the back of it, just came running down. Let's go to Shannon. Wouldn't mind a pint myself. Has been an hour. Um,
1: you reckon they've just got a hot runway ready there at Shannon? Like there'd yes. be people. Yeah, there'd be people called into work at Shannon Airport. Going a lot of a lot of Northern England and Irish trips to uh, Spain today. Yeah. Let's just keep everything ready. All right. Yeah. Get the leaf blower out.
0: Runway sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be used today. Um, so he's been dropped off at Shannon, Michael, and uh, he has he has had to front court a few days later. Um, solicitor for the accused. Back at our favourite court? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Emmerich, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Antrim. Antrim, I think it is. Yeah. Um, solicitor for the accused, Catriona. Oh, hold
1: on. When he landed, did his status change?
0: Oh, I did it ever. Status arrested. There you go. Um, Solicitor Catriona Carmody told the court that her client will be pleading guilty to
1: all of the charges. That's generous. Wow. Um, I plead guilty. I'm not a fucking penguin. All right, mate, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) My solicitor's
0: (laughs) going to talk on my behalf. She's not a penguin. (laughs) She's going to say a few words. Penguins don't do that. Um. Pretty easy job, that, isn't it? Why get a lawyer if you're just putting your hand up? I know courts appreciate the middlemen. I've seen people represent themselves and come unstuck. But Mm. if you're going to plead guilty, might as well save the cash.
1: Yeah, save a bit of dosh.
0: Katrina has a track record of defending air rage fuckheads in Shannon,
1: where she lives. Oh, great. Just uh, fucking better call Saul at at Shannon Airport. (laughs) Just there with business cards ready. Yeah, she'd be the end of that runway. She's got like the little fucking, like the wine selector. <laughs> you know the wine selector booths at Virgin and Qantas? Yeah. Just in the terminal there?
0: Just set up. I think it's more like like she'd know all the cab drivers in the queue at the airport. She'd be just at the end of the <laughs> runway. And yeah, here comes one. Um, in 2013- Katrina represented none other than Marianne Thatcher.
1: Do you reckon that would happen so often in Shannon that they're all vying for business? Like they're trying to sell, you know, the bloke's trying to sell you a suit in Thailand. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I mean, we jest about it, but I- I'm fairly sure they're just publicly funded defenders. My friend, come here, my friend. I'll get you off, my friend. Yeah. Someone calls me my friend.
0: <laughs> <Nah>.
1: <laughs> Our friendship is not going to last. I'll get it time served, my friend, just to yeah. find my friend. No <laughs> conviction, my friend. A one, um, a thirty-year-old
0: Manhattan woman, Marianne Thatcher, was booted off a flight in Shannon after boarding in JFK on her way to Greece to see her mother. Oh, so
1: close. Mm. Well, I mean, you got, can't drop her off in the water. It is the first land. Yeah, I know, but fuck, it's that's a it. just push through. Or don't the Greeks want to fuck around with that? Yeah, oh no, Greeks wouldn't want that. Shannon's happy for the business, I
0: think. Um, mary Ann was from Park Lane. Anything off a Monopoly board oh. should have you embarrassed to live there, really. I hope the judge made her go to jail directly um, <laughs> quip at her. Do not collect $200. Yeah, Sorry, Mary-Anne. Uh, um, Katrina successfully argued that mary Ann was having a tough time. So <laughs> she told the court, this is how good a lawyer she is, to say that Ms Thatcher is shocked and terrified by her own behaviour, is an understatement. She's a very, very scared young lady who never found herself in a position like this before and has never been inside a courtroom.
1: So what happened to Mary Ann? I assume a bit pissed on the plane. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll tell you. Um, she went on that day, went, went on, uh, Katrina, to say that following the death of her father, Mary Ann hasn't really been herself. Yeah. And therefore she got maggot and spat on a flight attendant. Yeah. That'll do it. She was on her way to see her mother, a psychoanalyst, no less. Wow. So judges should really stop proceedings when lawyers attempt to carry their favour by saying shit like this. Sorry, I have to stop you there. I don't give a fuck what your mother does for a living. Your client's a grub. On top of that, we don't really like thatches in the Emerald Isle. Furthermore, most people end up living long enough to see their parents die. Not all of them you know, display their sadness by spitting on people
1: and getting their hands cable tied and kicking seats and shit. Um, there was a player, Tom Lynch, that struck someone and his coach came out, he'd never been suspended, never been reported, I don't think. And he said, Oh, the coach is talking afterwards. And he said, He even said to me, Oh, golly, coach, that's something that's just a weird thing to have happened. But he put some word like fucking golly and yeah. OG Willikas or something. It's like, right. Can't you just fucking elbowed someone in the head? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fiddly D. Yeah. <laughs> just rendered a man
0: unconscious. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Yeah. It's all got a bit skew. If there, people are fooled by that, like the language surrounding mm. it. Um, well, this judge was clearly fooled by all the daring do of Catriona, the lawyer, as well as a bit of remorse and a guilty plea. Gave Marianne five hundred euro. It's about seven hundred and fifty Australian uh, fine. Sent her on away. Enjoy the sights of Shannon. Turtle Pip. Not bad. Not so good for our bloke. You've um, just got
1: to have a death ready, don't you? Yeah. Oh. For sure. You've either got to go all in. You've got to go all in and say I've got depression or ADD or something. Yeah. Or you just need a recent death. Do
0: you reckon you need to show a death certificate if that's your defence? That's a big one. Um, like when you're,
1: like, you know, school and stuff,
0: your grandparents die. Yours, You had six or eight grandparents die throughout your schooling. <laughs> did they ever ask for a certificate or anything?
1: They don't. Yeah, they did that. They did that last year. Oh, if right. you hadn't heard the episode the other month, yeah, my mum would refuse to go to the school musical. And every year we'd say one of my grandparents had died. Yeah. She got five in a row and we only had two at the time. Yeah, right. Or three at the time. And then the sixth year they said, you must come. How many tickets do you want? One, two, three, or four? And mum drew a box and wrote zero and then said, I'd rather have my eyes or ears fucking poked out with a hot eye. It was something like that, hot needle. It's the presumption.
0: It's a how many tickets do you want? One, two, three, or four? I don't like that. That's, that's <laughs> for me, it's over. I went and bought some dog food the other day from Pet Bar. not something I usually do. Mm-hmm. And the guy oh, said-
1: Oh, wow. Hold on. Is that an ad? Oh, sorry, I shouldn't
0: have, shouldn't have said the name of it, but anyway, I was like in this big br- pet shop, Radio Heggy. Here he is. Big one. Yeah. Well, the dude goes, oh, I didn't buy dog. I bought some pig's ears or something. And, and they yeah. said, oh, do you want to make a donation to blah, 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 uh, one, three, or $10? All zero. Thanks. Don't tell me what to fucking do. I'd love to rehouse lost dogs, but I think it's all been done throughout COVID. Yeah. You're not getting my fucking cold
1: hard. Yeah. No way. You already did. What do you think I'm buying pigs' ears for? Yeah. It's exactly. a fucking afternoon treat for me. Yeah. You fucking idiot. You do it. It's like carbon offsetting <laughs> on a plane. You fucking. Oh. Or
0: well, better still, I'll do it and just hide it from
1: me. You don't have to tell me. It's my favorite, that. Asking at the end, would you like to pay our bill? Yeah. No. Maybe Alan Joyce can pay it. And he can. Nah. Um Just bought another fucking
0: $15 million house. Yeah. <laughs> Does he live in more than one house? That'd be exhausting. Probably. You've got to drive around <laughs> to all your houses, get a bit of sleep in each one. Oof.
1: Just
0: <laughs> do a whip around for him. Um, our bloke, he faced three main charges one of assault, another of disorderly conduct, and a third of using threatening and abusive behaviour on board the aircraft. Hmm. Uh, he's also charged with being intoxicated on board a flight to such an extent as would give rise to a reasonable apprehension that he might endanger himself or other persons. Wow. They should just whittle that down to maggot, not just <laughs> one charge, maggot. So, maggot. Um,
1: you know what it involves. Yeah. He's
0: maggot. Katrina said, it is clear that his behaviour was appalling. He remembers nothing about the incident and is extremely sorry, ashamed and embarrassed over what happened. It's like a script she's got, isn't it? Um Mr. McCallion, who was in a long-term relationship, was never violent before with drinks, she said. Oh, I mean, I wasn't there, but I'd, I'd say the judge raised a bushy eyebrow at that.
1: <laughs> also, is this a de facto?
0: Yeah, long-term, relate. yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me, never been violent on the drink. Yeah.
0: They should have really, like when they invented the word de facto, should have just made it a... You know, an anagram of violent. Just <laughs> rearrange the word, the letters in violent, and make it like that because de facto sounds terrible anyway. Might as well go all in. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, you just say, look, come on, Michael, listen to your accent, taking into account that you drink vodka from a Sprite bottle. You've had punch-ups before on the piss, buddy, no question. Um, her clients, she said, had no savings but his partner, who is staying in Shannon had 500 pounds and was willing to use this money for bail. Um, (laughs) Euros, rather, not pounds. Um, Judge Tom O'Donnell said, yeah, six months, dickhead. You know, Marianne Thatcher, you're going (laughs) in the big house. Jesus. So six months. However, District Court Judge Joseph Mangan suspended the jail terms, imposed and fined him how much?
1: Will I get this? You'll get given
0: it if you get it. I doubt you'll get it. want to say 1,200 euro. No, 1,700 euro. Oh,
1: fuck yeah.
0: Also, adding a condition that Mr. McCallion enter a bond to keep the peace for two years. Well, how about forever? <laughs> um, they took, yeah, I, I've always found that funny. you got to not bash anyone for the
1: next two years. All right. Yeah. Can you act like the rest of us halfway until the next Olympics? Yeah. Well, I'll see. It's amazing. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Just counting down. Really big egg timer in the backyard. Yeah. Going when this <laughs> when this top half's empty, you're all getting it.
0: Well, I, I knew things were crook, but until we got into this, I, I didn't know how malleable the court system was. It's incredible. Mm. Um, they also took into consideration, though, the fact that he had not come to the attention of police for a number of years. <laughs> so again, I, I know. <laughs> um, he did order that a photograph of the Northern Isle of Man be sent to the International Civil Aviation Organization in Montreal, Canada no less, as if they yeah. look at them. It must be a massive yeah. wall of photos. Don't let these guys have a plane. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, but it's almost, it's almost the same Irish head. Yeah. And it just looked like one of the blokes from Guess Who, you know. <laughs> Do
0: you reckon Irish Guess Who is a hard one? <laughs> um, with facial recognition now, must be pretty easy. We used to have, in the shop I worked in, there was a, a list, a quite small print list of bank cards. You know how we used to, like you had that manual machine, you put a someone to fuck up the magnetic strip or something, you had that machine and you'd have to roll back and forth yep. across a card and then fill out the thing. People would just say, yeah, my card doesn't work in the, in the F-toss. You're going to have to use the manual one. And they're usually fine, but there was a list of ones that were stolen or had... Um, and you get a reward. As a shopkeeper, if you wow. confiscated a card that was on the list, you get a reward. Jesus. I did it. Oh, you did it? Yeah, I did it once. This guy I didn't really like. I just grabbed his card and flicked down all the numbers and went, ah, here we go. And he sort of took it on the chin. He goes, yeah, fair enough. It's a fair cop. Oh, jeez. You owe your 50 bucks, buddy. And I did. And what happens to them? Oh, I mean, I don't You know, enact a citizen's arrest or anything. They just lose their bank yeah. card and they can't keep doing it. Ah, uh, okay.
1: You sell him the piss, though? No. You've already won. Absolutely
0: not. No. What? It's a sale for everyone. It'd going to be giving him the piss. That's why I don't get the money. Um, McCallion had a prior criminal record, uh, but the judge still just suspended the prison time uh, due to some recent health issues he had suffered that left him unable to work. Mm. Um, He was on incapacity benefit. Obviously, they pay well enough for a Spanish holiday. And uh, he, he suffered a stroke two years previously. He's on the fucking Christopher Scaife. Yeah, I did a sca- He's like a, any a current affair program where some guy in a neck brace is chucking a Frisbee to his fucking dog. <laughs> they catch him on camera. Um, lost the use of his left arm. That is debilitating, especially for a paddy. You've got to drink and punch from the same fucking hand. How's that go? <laughs> That's where those beer helmets had come in handy. Mm. One-armed Irishman. Put two pints in my beer hat, please done and still punch <laughs> on although a little confusing for me given that evidence submitted to a court of law stated that he pushed Catherine Gray in the chest with both hands also that he raised his left fist at her in a threatening manner so how's that work Minor miracle you've seen it at airports maybe at altitude it just starts working yeah
1: <laughs> the left hand can make a blood- fist and start punching people the blood the blood thins out that's yeah. all he needs Need some Tenorman tablets. He'll be good to go. Maybe that's how good Katrina
0: Carmody, the lawyer, is. Because if I was, you know, on the prosecution, I'd be doing a bit of action reaction. You know, getting stuck in with the uh, dramatised reenactments of how someone <laughs> with no use of his left hand, and then I'll punch him in the left arm, see what he did, You know, get out a needle, poke him in the left hand, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Why don't we make a, a Crime Stoppers for this show? a <laughs> show where we get to reenact all these bloody chons. Go back and, and serve justice. Yeah. To
0: these idiots. Um yeah man, I've been watching a bit of that crime lately. Seventy two hours, my one of choice at the moment. That's sort of the crescendo of crime, the nineties. Pretty good. Yeah, wow.
1: Oh, what uh, so what so seventy two hours, is it a bit like first forty eight?
0: Very much so, except a bit lazier. You have to <laughs> you have to find out for seventy two hours what's going on, <laughs> otherwise you're fucked.
1: Covid, yeah. <laughs> People are busy. <laughs> um, so first seventy-two. Oh, it's seventy-two hours. It's called. And what sort of so, crimes yeah. are being covered so far? Oh, just the... murders. It's um. Oh, man. God, you love some grim shit like that. Well, what
0: else is there on TV?
1: Murders, the ultimate
0: Anything. human endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want. <laughs> What's better? <laughs> you know, anyway. you're
1: on a. Luke Heggie will be representing himself. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking guilty.
0: (laughs) Probably could. Um.
1: Handed myself in because I got bored. Yeah. (laughs) These fucking cops aren't going to sort it out. (laughs) I've
0: signed a contract with 72 hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thanks so much for listening. Hop on the Instagram at midflightbrawl. Send us a message there or midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. So get to midflightbrawl.com for all the tour dates. Hobart and Launceston this weekend, South Australia coming up and uh, Brizzy in September, September 10th. Get your T-shirts there as well. Get on the Patreon if you want the extra episodes, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. I think that's about it, Heggy.
0: That is it, mate. I'll copy this weekend. Looking forward to the tads. Fuck yeah. Pack your woolies.
1: We're coming in hot. We've got a suitcase full of merch and my dad, there'll be a man that looks like Ned Flanders selling it out of that very suitcase. Go and say hi to Jeff.
0: Nice. I'm going to be wearing all of them. <laughs> Small to large to, you know, 3XL. I'll have all of them on. So line up in order of size if you want to buy one because that's how I'm taking them off myself to sell.
1: I'd prefer you go the opposite way. Start with the 3XL. (laughs) At the very end, trying to stretch a small over the top. All
0: right, mate. I'll see you in the weekend.
1: Boy, Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell.
0: Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.